Hey guys, have you heard about our gut health retreat in far north Queensland? It's coming up at the end of this month, 28th to 30th of April, and we have another one booked in for 2nd to 4th of June. So if you are interested in working on having better gut health and learning how to cook for your family um, in a way that will really help them to heal, come along because we're going to have a lot of fun and we're going to relax together and we're going to learn together. We've got Mary Kelly from Good Mood Food coming. She'll be answering your GAPS questions and your um, questions about getting kids on board and getting the family used to eating this way, how to deal with fussy eaters, how to change the microbiome, how to change the the, um, desire for foods that are not so great for healing the gut. And then we've got Alex Stewart coming of Low Tox Life. So she's great with helping you to detox your home, detox your body products, and really start to heal from the outside in as well as the inside out. And then Fuad and I are going to be helping you with the cooking and talking about our journeys and what we've found helpful. Um, we're going to be doing cooking workshops. We're going to share, share with you lots of our tips and tricks for Um, cooking bulk meals, filling up the freezer, making life a bit easier for you in the kitchen. And we'll also be getting you out into nature. And we're going to see some beautiful parts of far north Queensland and take you around to um, swim in waterfalls and crater lakes. We're going to do a bit of bushwalking. We're going to have exercises outdoors. We've got a really good friend of mine, Emma, coming along and she's going to show us how to strengthen our bodies naturally to um, make movement an easier thing for you. Um, She's a remedial therapist and a Pilates instructor and she's going to be helping us with relaxation and strengthening the body. So we've got lots of wonderful things planned. If you've got any questions about our gut health retreat, you can go to the website quirkycooking.com.au and you can click on the button there to find more out about the gut health retreat. Or you can also email us at help at quirkycooking.com.au and we can answer your questions there. Hope to see you there. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to A Quirky Journey, the healthy family podcast with your hosts, Joe Witten and Fuad Kassab. Hello and welcome to A Quirky Journey. This is Fuad Kassab and with me I have Joe Witten. Hi, Joe. Hello. Yeah, so which episode is this one, Joe? Oh, good question. I always forget. Yeah. But I think we're mind. around 60 something. No. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's been a, it's, it's a lot of episodes, and, uh, <laughs> and this is going to be the best one yet, I think. I'm pretty sure it will be. We're trying to make them, each one has to be the best one yet, and this is going to be it. But all right, let's, let's get, oh, let's cut wait, the chase wait, show with it. It's 71. Yeah. Woo! No How about that? That's wow. amazing. Yeah. Yep. You've done a lot of episodes. I've only done a few of those. Oh, you've done quite a few. You've been on here for at least a year. Yeah. Yeah. Not enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm Dr. Brogan. I, I really wanted to do that oh, one. Oh, yeah. You missed that one. That was a good one. Never was. mind. Yeah. All good. Um, so, Joe, guess what I've been doing for the past few weeks? I know what you've been doing, but you should tell everyone else. All right. So, um, you know how this podcast started off with Joe being on her GAPS journey? 
And uh, she said, what? Uh, my, my dog is, is going anxious and crazy. And I said, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, you get it. And she's like, gaps. I'm like, yeah, I've got the perfect present for you. And then I put you in touch with Leah. And, yeah. Yeah. And then the whole gap started the whole thing, right? Yeah. We're on another gaps journey. We are. This is me. Woohoo. It's Fuad's turn. <laughs> oh, my God. And this so, is, this is Fuad a year ago. I don't need gaps. I'm not going off dairy. I refuse to go off dairy. <laughs> yes. I still haven't gone off dairy, but I'm you, having... But you went off for a few days, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did for a few yeah. days. But um, so let, let me begin by sharing what happened, maybe yes. so that the listeners can have a little bit of a background and Good to idea. sort of understand why I've had to go from uh, a, a beautiful, uh, nutritionally dense uh, paleo-style diet back to something a little bit more restrictive like GAPS. And uh, the listeners would have a bit of an idea about my background and all the health problems I've faced throughout my life. And these are things that I continue to work on uh, every day. I always try to look after my health all the time. And uh, I've never really fully healed. And I'm not sure whether that's even possible uh, with uh, all the damage that was done in the 30-something years that I, you know, I was mm. a conventional diet and having all these antibiotics and things like that. So I, I recognize that there's going to be uh, some stuff that will take longer to heal and uh, the years keep passing and I'm aging and, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> things aren't as quick anymore. So We don't want to um, talk about aging. No. Well, no, it's my birthday soon. Let's not talk about that. And mine. Too. Oh, it is we too. We decide that we stop our birthdays and divide them, and then we'll be just have the same birthday. Just have the same birthday. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, but that that means I have to be what if we average our age ages? I have to be like sixteen years older now, Joe, or something Yay! like that. Hey. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I don't mean to be mean to Joe. I know you all love her, and you don't. Me. But don't worry, I'm used to it. Yeah, it's just just you know playing around. <laughs> All right. So, uh, <laughs> I, um, yeah, my birthday's coming up, 1st of May. Yep. I'm going to. 15th of April. You know, I was born uh, in. Is it the 30? How many days are there in April? 30 days have September, April, June, and November. 30. 30 days. Beautiful. Um, I was born on the 30th of April. <laughs> but my so, really, dad, we're both April. Yeah, seriously. And my yeah. dad who just, he's like, the 1st of May is a public holiday in Denmark. It's, it's Labor Day. And he's like, I want to give my son a, <laughs> a holiday in his honor. So he, he changed my, my day to, uh, to be the 1st of May. That's awesome. My <laughs> yeah. kids would love that if they had a holiday for their birthday because they always, yeah. every year they try to wangle a day off school for their birthday. I'm like, no, it's a birthday. Everyone goes to school on their birthday. You have to do school. Like, yeah. no, mom. <laughs> so, so I, I for years all my life actually until I came to Australia it was for our day on the 1st of May I never had so <laughs> well my I was born on the day that um, tax returns have to be in in US and my dad welcomed me into the world with hello you little tax deduction you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah wow anyway we got off track there no <laughs> Uh, Where were we? I was I was talking about uh, what happened with me. Yeah. So um, 
so over uh, this year, uh, in, from the beginning of the year, I've been really trying to pay attention to everything that I eat and trying to listen to what my body's telling me so that I can continue to improve on my health. So one of the things that I've noticed, and uh, as a lot of you also would know, the idea with uh, chronic but mild uh, body pain, and I've been trying different things to get over it. Um, and I've noticed that um, drinking coffee always gives me a lot of tension in my body, and I shrug my shoulders and I walk around feel like I'm carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders. And um, I decided when uh, my last kilo of coffee ran out to just not have coffee anymore for a while and just see what happens. So I quit. He coffee. cried a lot. On the third day, <laughs> I I was so emotional. Oh, um, I was joking. Sorry, I, did, I forgot about that. You did get yeah. emotional. Thanks for telling people that I cried. <laughs> I just meant that you kept saying, Joe, don't talk to me about coffee. I hate yeah. you if I mentioned well, that's it. <laughs> I mean, coffee is one of those things that, like, ritualistically, we, like, yeah. it's probably the only ceremony we have in our life, you know? Yeah. Like, you get uh, up, like, you have coffee. Yeah. Well, that's it, you know? Yeah. We're, we're friends, coffee and I, or I thought we were friends. <laughs> Until I knew the bitter truth, da, da, da. and it wasn't. It was bitter. It was a bitter. Like first of all, our withdrawals were terrible. Like I had fatigue. I had uh, muscle pain. Day three, I was emotional. Jo- mm. Josh was showing the cookbook to one of the chefs that uh, she she met up in the Atherton Tablelands, and he read it and he gave her good feedback about what we've written. And she told me the feedback, and I I got all emotional and my eyes went teary. It never yeah. happened. I'm a man's man, Joe. Never happens to me. This no, time. never. Who never. never gets teary, <laughs> ever, but, um, except when he doesn't drink coffee. And I was like, oh, thank you, that's so nice. All those, the whole year of work paid off. And honestly, I was like extremely emotionally fluctuating from like yeah. extremes. And it reminded me of many, you know, like, um, I, I don't know. I'm not probably, I shouldn't say that. But anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, I know what you were about to say. Yeah, yes. So. Moving on. Moving on. Um, a week passed, and the uh, the muscle aches and the flu symptoms went away. But I had this fatigue that just would not leave me. Like I would wake up in the morning and not have my coffee, and then I'd feel sleepy and and I'd eat and I'd feel tired. My head was foggy. My energy was low. I felt really really bad, and I just. I, I was just really surprised. I was constantly going, what's happening? Like, mm. The coffee's gone. What's happening? What's happening? And, um, and How I've many been, years have you been drinking coffee? Uh, I've been drinking coffee every day. Except, you know, when I, get, when I get a cold or a flu, I go off coffee. Right. It's just my body just doesn't want it at that yep. point. Um, so I've been drinking probably ever since I was... Yeah, I'll say 16 years. 16 years of drinking coffee. 16, yeah, and a half years of daily coffee. Mm. No other food has been so consistent in my diet. So that's like 20 years. Now I've told them how old you are. Whoops. Yeah, I was 20 years old when I first really seriously started drinking coffee. <laughs> and, uh, you know, 
yeah, 20 beautiful years with wonderful memories of coffee. But <laughs> and how much did I you left. drink a day? Um, uh, it fluctuated. Like when I was working in IT and I was in an office, I would drink maybe three or four. Strong um, coffees. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you drink you know, it strong. I like strong coffee. You I do. like the taste. I honestly, like, it's not the body feeling that I get out. I just yeah, love the flavor like, and the smell. Oh, so, mm, mm, yeah. I know. Tell me about it. Um, so I discovered that chamomile tea is just perfectly as, as amazing as coffee. It's really? Not, it's, <laughs> no. It's, not quite it's the good. same. Not, nothing like it. Yeah. But, um, so this led me down the path of going, um, what, what's happening to me? Why is my uh, body reacting so much, so badly? But I did notice an improvement in my muscle tension and an improvement in the body aches that I, I was having. And I thought, all right, well, you know, definitely was contributing to something. So I'm not going to go back onto the coffee and I'm going to see what's happening. But I feel there's an underlying issue. And my diagnosis was um, my adrenals have been uh, pushed by the coffee every morning in my life to uh, over the form. And, and my body has been put into a debt. Uh, what is known as adrenal fatigue, mm. and um, that the body aches that I was experiencing were um, a result of a, a some kind of a low, um, like an autoimmune that's not very, very strong. I thought that's what what's probably there's an underlying cause with autoimmune and some on, uh, some adrenal fatigue. So gut health, adrenal health, and... Um, I've got issues with uh, autoimmune. So I went to see a naturopath and I had a chat to her and uh, right off the bat she said, oh, it sounds like some kind of autoimmune, it sounds like adrenal fatigue. I'm like, yep, yep. And she put me on to a doctor who did a, uh, a whole suite of blood tests and it showed uh, two interesting things. One is I was off the charts in terms of my energy reaction to dust mites. Mm. Like the highest heat I've ever seen was 1,000. Mine was 4,000. Wow. And, um, the, and he was going, he was just looking at me in amazement, you know. <laughs> of course, because, like, you know, I'm handsome and everything. No, That's why he was but, looking at you in amazement. Because <laughs> 4,000 is crazy. It's a crazy number. And he's that never seen crazy. anything like it. And the other thing showed also a low level of autoimmune in my body. Mm. And uh, it was non-specific. So I don't have like lupus or Hashimoto's or anything like that. Non-specific. And he was uh, really, um, really, he's an excellent doctor. He's, he, he said, um, because of the way that I live my life and my lifestyle, that uh, what other people would be ex experiencing as severe autoimmune, yeah. I've managed to uh, keep it under control with my diet. So I imagine if I was still 128 kilos eating oh. gluten and sugar and you'd be in hospital. I'd probably be yeah on immune suppressants. Yeah you would. But, um so anyway, um I told my mom and my mom started crying Aww. and uh, uh and mums like, oh, always blame themselves. Well I don't know, yeah. And she we do. and she really, I was lying to her and that there was a more severe issue that I'm not telling her and all that. But um Anyway, my, my wife and I have been uh, eating gaps. She's, she's been half gaps. She's, mm -hmm. she's still eating some of the stuff, but she's introduced a lot of the foods that I'm eating. And uh, I've been trying to get on top of this thing for three plus weeks now. It's maybe four weeks, coming up to four. 
yeah, today's uh, chat is about that. But before that, I'm sitting in a in a room with 600 copies of Life Changing Food. It just arrived today at my office. <laughs> I'm surprised you hadn't mentioned that yet. He sent me uh, a little video of opening the first box. Woo! So exciting. Oh, man, what a what a journey this book has been, hey? It's ah. been it's been crazy. And I, I looked into every recipe that we've written. I've read the book cover to cover, and I'm so proud of it. It's oh, just me absolutely beautiful. Um, Joe, really, we've done we've done something that a lot of people are going to benefit from. I it's going to so. help so many people get on the right track with health. Even now on my GAPS journey, there are a lot of recipes that I can still use. And uh, yeah. at least uh, at least half the book is GAPS, and then right. a lot of the recipes that are in there have variations to make them suitable for GAPS. As many like most of the recipes you can you can work out for for the GAPS diet. So so um, the the cookbook is out, guys. And by the time you listen to this, um, is that tomorrow, Joe? Is that yeah, yeah? We we put it up tomorrow, so, oh, so they'll be sending them out. They they'll be sending them out. There's uh, seven thousand copies to be sent out, and it's going to take them. Uh, they're going to be able to send out a thousand per day. So all the back orders, and then after that, um, orders will get uh, shipped um, the next day after they get ordered. So if you guys haven't ordered yet. Um, go ahead and, and do it now so you can get the book as soon as possible um, and you're going to love it. Love you it. really so, are. I, I just can't wait to see um, people's reactions because I know when we got it, like we've been working on this book for a year, but when we got it, we were both just blown away at how beautiful it is, weren't we? Yeah. I'm, you know, apart from my children, I think this is the most beautiful I've ever <laughs> uh, oh, Yeah. Yeah, Joe, Joe, congratulations. And, congratulations uh, to you too. First book, Fuad. Yeah, I know. I published Woo. Woo. Bestseller as well. Woo. Bestseller already. That's uh, amazing. So, yeah, I'm so proud of it. So now so we need proud. a book party, birthday party combined. Oh, yeah. Shall so, we just do it? Shall we just do it like a gut oh, health retreat? <laughs> the gut health retreat part. Like birthday party, part. book launch, gut health retreat all in one at the end of this month. Yeah. We're not going to be able to make any cakes, though, are we? Could do a Gaps cake. Probably do a Gaps cake. I think right. we need a Gaps cake. Better hurry up with this Gaps stuff and be able to eat almond meal before. before <laughs> Otherwise, you'll have a frozen sour cream and avocado cake. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. <laughs> amazing. I'm sure yeah. you can think of something with that, Fuad. Come on. That's an amazing cake. Okay, Just good. Just avocado, honey, Lemon sour cream, or lime. Gelatin. Yeah. Just cook together. Set it in a beautiful, like, panna cotta style. Yep. Uh, yeah. 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 A few good. egg yolks in there as well. I have, Whip it up. Just have, give it a little bit of air, just so that it's a little yeah, bit more airy. When you eat it, idea. like, it's just creamy. Oh. Okay, get on to it. Yeah. We can do another cookbook soon. <laughs> I've done, yeah. I've done a, um, like, a pumpkin pudding kind of thing similar to that. And it's, you know, it tastes, well, I must admit, it does. I did put like cinnamon and nutmeg in it, which you can't have yet. But it tastes like pumpkin pie filling. It's so good. I'll tell you what. On gaps, my taste buds are so finely tuned yes. now to flavor that I don't 
needs spices. I told you that when I was on the start of GAPS and you're going, it's so boring. How can you eat this food without all the spices and herbs? I'm like, no, it honestly tastes really good. <laughs> like I can eat and I'll tell you, oh, I'm chewing like dark meat versus white meat. Yeah. That's sort of that kind of. You get really, yeah, your taste buds just get really sensitive almost. Like you can just, everything tastes amazing. Yes. Like so, my kids, when we brought pumpkin in, oh, sorry, when we brought, um, what was it that we brought in? I think it was when we, when we started having roasted pumpkin and they never really liked pumpkin that much. And then when we started having roasted pumpkin, they were just like over the moon with the flavor and just raved about it. It's so funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's good. I think I'm going to make like a yogurt and pumpkin uh, custard. I think that sounds very good. Yeah, so I'm I'm starting to experiment because I'm feeling better today, as you can tell. So I'm much higher in my energy levels. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so Uh, you should mention that um, you know how you felt during the first few weeks. Yeah, so so I decided to go on gaps because uh, it's just the most logical diet to go on. Of course, when when you have autoimmune, this is uh, when you need to do the deep healing. Not the like, maintenance. Yeah, autoimmune, you know, like yeah. that's where you start. You start yeah. with gaps, as far as I'm concerned. It's not medical advice. This is just my personal opinion here. Yeah. Uh, and from all the research that I've done. And I'm not going to be wasting my time with anything else if I didn't know that this was going to be the thing that helps me heal. Mm-hmm. So I straight in jumped, jumped into gaps. And um, the first stage of gaps is sort of the, the more restrictive one. All you get is some leafy green vegetables, non-starchy vegetables apart from uh, pumpkin. You can have pumpkin and uh, lots and lots of broth. And carrots um, and, and yeah. onion. And... Uh, yeah, so non-starchy vegetables. Yeah. And um, so by starchy vegetables, I mean you can have potatoes or sweet potatoes, things like that. But you, um, what people need, if, if anyone's new to GAPS listening to this, you can have carbs. It's not a low-carb diet. It's specific carbs that you can right. have. Yeah. So the idea is to give the body uh, specific types of carbohydrates that doesn't really uh, bur- burden the system too much to digest mm-hmm. and make the food as easy as possible to, to digest so that the gut can get a little bit of a break while getting nutrition. Correct, Joe? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you don't want the long sugar strands that take a lot of work for the gut to break down. You know, one thing I've really noticed with people that are sick, people with autoimmune diseases, people with um, all sorts of um, like Lyme disease, Lyme's disease, things like that, where they're they're really struggling to digest their food. One of the first things you you notice with them is they'll have a meal and then they'll feel really exhausted afterwards and it'll take them it's like eating just really tires them out and that's a big sign that your gut is struggling and you really need to go back to the non-starchy foods the foods that are just going to be so easy to digest because your body's taking all your energy to digest them otherwise yes so i i even find that now like Mm. some by um like today i had eggs for the first time yeah did you oh you had egg white didn't you egg white yeah Mm. and i felt a little bit sluggish after lunch you know one thing i read actually today um i was going through some of the question and answer sessions that we've done with gaps coaches and practitioners in our gut health program and um, one of the things that they mentioned was if you have histamine issues 
it might be good to wait on the egg whites. Sorry, I just wanted to tell you that. <laughs> oh, that's good. So I'll, I'll wait. I only had yeah. one egg white yeah. on the four eggs. So. Taking it slow. Yeah, I'll, I'm trying to kill me. Yeah. But um, look, um, I'm, I'm in a... I'm I'm in an okay place. Like I'm not actually. Um, I I don't feel as sick as a lot of people in the program. Mm. No, that's right. Uh, and the, and the histamine issues you're having is just a little bit sneezy, isn't it? Well, it's it's yeah. At night I get like an itchy throat and a little bit of an asthmatic kind of breathing. Uh, and that's and since I think I quit coffee, that's become more pronounced. And oh, interesting. Coffee, coffee does have like antihistamine activity. Ah. So, so I know from when I used to have histamine issues back in the day, like really severe stuff, yeah. like watery eyes, blocked nose all mm. the time. I used to reach for the coffee and like that I think that like it just would dilate actually you're right because i've yeah. i've found the same thing when i've woken up with the really itchy eyes and stuff you sort of find yeah. and, and really tired from the histamines the coffee does help doesn't it it does but mm. unfortunately, but like, it's a short-term thing yeah it, mm. it does adrenals no good it's not so. healing you it's just covering no, up it's masking I, I the issues in the morning i used to have it like on an empty stomach and stuff yeah. so i don't I'll just tell you what um, Mary said. Mary Kelly said about egg whites. She said egg whites aren't just high in histamine. They're also classified as histamine liberators, so they cause the body to release stored histamines. You can test it on your arm overnight and do a small test, but go slowly with them if you have histamine issues. So I put it on my hand, my on my your arm. arm. So there's a um, there's an allergy test that they talk about in the that Dr. Natasha talks about in the Gaps book. Um, yep. So you put a little bit of the food that you're worried about on your skin and leave it to see if it causes a red patch. And if it doesn't, then I think you put a bit on your lip. And there's a, there's a, like a protocol that you follow if you're really checking if something bothers you. So it's in the book. I'll have to go back and read exactly how it works. But yeah, do the skin test yeah. first. Yeah. So um, I'll give that a shot then. I just went in with the eggs anyway. I'm feeling fine. Yeah. Like I I'm feeling fine. It's not like a major issue, but uh, and yeah. and but I did go through like this. These few weeks have been easy and difficult. Some days are easy. Some days are difficult. Yeah, uh, some days you're like, I'm feeling so good on this diet, and then the next day you're like, Why am I so tired? <laughs> yeah, like one day I went running like yeah. once for a beautiful run. I was like, Wow, and you know it felt great because one thing that's happened which is a clear sign that things are going well, is that my body pain has reduced by like oh, 50 to 60%. That's amazing in that shorter time. Yeah, and this is something I've been you know, dealing with for a long time. So um, just through diet, that's gone, going down. Mm. Less inflammation in my fascia and my muscles, that's, that's going down. I also lost five kilos in the past four weeks. That's good. And, um, that's also inflammation. And feeling... Today feeling really good. My head's much clearer, and um, I'm feeling even better in my body. My energy level is a little bit low, um, but day after day, and this is, I think, the biggest thing for me, apart from the diet, has been sleep. Mm. And if I if I manage to get a decent night's sleep, and what that means is not just like the hours. Like I have to be ritualistic about my sleep now. Yeah. I have to wind down, I have to turn the lights off, I have to uh, not watch any... That's, that's what we found with Isaac. 
yeah, it's just I've had to be strict about it. Uh, and um, when I get a good night's sleep, the next day is way, way better. But, yeah. like, my sleep has become broken, and it's been broken for four weeks. Um, like, I'll get nights where, like, I woke up this morning at 3 a.m., yeah. and I probably couldn't go back to sleep until 4. Mm. So, but that's better than it was before. And, and I also a good tip, Joe is the soupy meals for breakfast and lunch don't have the soup as much for dinner. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you have to go to the toilet too much during that. You wake up three, four times. Oh, yeah, and don't have the hot drinks. Like, right, this is what Isaac, like his um, comfort thing at night was always have a cup of tea before bed kind of thing. You know, back when we started Gaps, it was more the ginger tea and stuff, but now he has a like a decaf um, organic black tea. And I'm always having to tell him, don't have it right before bed because he ends up getting up and then it, yeah, it wrecks his sleep. He can't go back to sleep for ages. Yeah, Uh, that's definitely going to be an issue. So that's that's a good tip for people. Mm. If you're on gas, just keep the liquids uh, to a minimum before, you know, for the evening meal. I think another thing too, um, when you're eating soups and things, you feel like you're getting a lot of liquids. So you think I don't need to drink as well. You, you don't maybe think about it, but you don't drink as much during the day. And I found by the end of the day, then I'd suddenly be really thirsty and I'd have to drink and drink and drink. And then that messes up your sleep. So make sure you're drinking throughout the day, drinking water and oh. don't just rely on the broths for your liquid because they are salty and I don't think it's quite the same as drinking water. Yeah, well, I've, I've been okay with mm. uh, hydration. Oh, I'm drinking as much, of course, because I am drinking a lot of broth. But, yeah, um, yeah I guess it's individual maybe yeah. uh, with that. I and, think uh, I, I like oh, I, do have, I do have the tea. So, like, maybe the yeah, tea is... Yeah, that helps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so, this is where I'm at now. Week, week four, I'm uh, uh, aiming to progress to stage three where I can introduce um, egg whites and um, walnuts. I'm gonna, I've got some walnuts. I need to soak and dehydrate them. Uh, and my dehydrator broke though, Joe. So Aww. I have to dehydrate them just by like body heat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just Stick them out in the sun, do it the old-fashioned way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe in Queensland you can do that. Sydney is just too un- unpredictable at the moment. No, it is here too. It's raining today. Um, but you know, you know, like I was talking to my mom and she's really worried. And I said, mom, you know, like to me, like, I'm actually really excited that I'm, mm. I'm doing this. Yeah. And, uh, it's to me like being in the space that I am and, and, uh, having the privilege to talk to people about their health and, um, going through their own journey, people need to hear from someone who's been on something similar. Yeah. And, um, so that's one aspect. And well, I'm really one, happy I, you're doing it because I'm like, well, you're going to be much more help to me with the gut health program now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been, a, it's been a very practical learning curve. It's very. It's not, yeah, it's very different to when you read about it. Yeah. But I first figured out that, you know, even though the advice is a, a, giving people uh, advice about starting gaps around Christmas, I think that in the Southern Hemisphere, that should be right after Easter rather than Christmas. Mm. It's too hard at Christmas, isn't oh it? Oh, my God. Yeah. Like All we those had a few days and I just couldn't handle the, the soup. Yeah. I'm like, 
really drinking that. And the reason why we drink so much soup as well, apart from the easy to digest kind of thing, is because it's very, like bone broth is very, very healing for the gut, mm. and it helps the gut lining rebuild itself. So we try to have as much bone broth in our diet as possible on gaps, mm. and to keep food in it. Uh, but it is means that all our food is cooked and hot. Like today was the first time I had something that is not cooked, which was a half avocado. And, um, yeah, and I, I made I had made my own sour cream, um, which came out just like the most oh. beautiful English clotted cream. With like a yeah, go to facebook.com slash for health and you see a photo of it. It's a, so just, good. Oh. Just eat it off the spoon. Yeah, it's it, it just got like. Like so rich, so I love it. So lucky you because it took me nearly a year to, before I could have that. But most people can bring it in pretty soon. Yeah, I was just like, never good with dairy, and now I am. Yay! <laughs> love it. It's, it's a good place to be with mm. dairy. Um, can I yes. can I talk a bit about stage one before we? Sure. And then, like, just i get a lot of questions or we get a lot of questions about um how do i know when to move on from stage one to stage two i think the early stages people are really scared to move on and sometimes they actually stay a bit long on stage one and you just need to realize um if any of you are listening and you're starting gaps you can move from stage one to stage two at any time Um, you don't need to stay longer than three to four days unless you have watery diarrhea um, if you just have a bit of loose stools, don't worry, just move on. But if you've got really watery diarrhea, then you need to stay on stage one for longer. But um, stage one is actually a fasting stage. So um, the reason with the just the meat, really basic vegetables and broth, um, they consider that a fasting stage. And it, what it does is during the fasting, it's breaking the bad neuropathways that were established between the brain and the pathogenic bacteria, and it reestablishes the connection between the gut and the brain. And once that's reestablished, the gut will tell the brain what it needs and your, your body will start to crave the, <clears throat> the foods you need. And you'll find oftentimes, like especially with kids, on stage one they refuse to eat quite often. Um, they'll go off their food. Did you go off your food a bit? Did you not feel hungry as much in stage one or how did you go forward? Uh, I, I felt really hungry. I oh, felt you felt bad. really hungry. Okay. Yeah, some people, especially kids, I think they refuse to eat because at first they just don't want that food, especially if they're addicted to carbs, which you weren't, so that may be different. Yes. Um, but, you know, that bacteria is screaming out for the sugar and you've got to break that link, break that um, habit. And so that's what stage one does. And it's just really important if you've got kids on stage one to keep them hydrated um, and and they will go back onto their food, like especially once you go onto stage two and start getting the egg yolks in and stuff, they will go back on their food. But at first it can be difficult. Yeah, I can't imagine, you know, like putting a child on this and having it be easy. No. It's- it's a it's definitely a diet that can that brings challenges it's not it's not a diet that you go into the, you know uh haphazardly you have to be ready for it you do but the results have been you know miraculous consistently for miraculous for so many people yeah, so many people but so, the thing is you know if you if you're having major struggles 
and you're starting gaps and you're worried, get a gaps practitioner or a coach, a really good one that knows what they're doing and has been through it themselves that makes all the difference. Absolutely. Having like access to Mary and the program, you know, just asking those questions on Sunday Mm. and just just having, you know, those of you who don't know, we've got an online gut health program. Uh, at gaps.quirkycooking.com.au and um, it teaches you how to cook for gaps, how to plan your meals for gaps and there's a lot of tutorials and discussions about uh, you know how you can make gaps work for you mm. but we also have a Facebook uh, support group with over a thousand, well, how many now Jo? Um, in the support group, ooh, I don't know it might be around 800 800 people, something like that and, yep and there are people who are on the journey of gaps and um, they support you through the journey. Uh, some, a lot of them are more advanced than where you'd be starting, so mm-hmm. a lot of questions they'll, they'll be able to answer for you. But we also get a health coach or a gaps coach on a Sunday night to answer any more difficult questions for people. Yeah. And um, being able to do that with uh, Elise and Mary, just having someone that I can ask and get a mm-hmm. really good good answer just really helps a lot it does you know you do start wondering like all sorts of things because you go like how much can i how much how much pumpkin can i eat like even that question you yeah know, like you, you need someone who can say you can eat as much as you want just you know don't worry about, about yeah. how much you're eating for now focus on the healing and this is the thing about gaps is it's a, it's a diet focused on healing rather than weight loss or any other mm. you know, usual diet that people go on. This one is, is meant to heal your body. And uh, it's been doing that really, really well for me. And I'm so happy I'm doing it. It's just mm. uh, every day is better now. I think another question that people ask on stage one a lot is, can I continue with my medication or herbal medicine or pyrols medication or yeah. whatever they've been taking, whatever supplements um, a lot of people do continue with their medications depending what it is, but you would obviously not want to go off anything that was like antidepressants or, you know, blood pressure medication or whatever. If you're going, if you're on serious medication, um, you would want to make sure that you don't go off unless you've got a practitioner working through it with you. Um, don't just randomly go off all your medication and go, well, I'm going to do gaps now. Um, so... There's, I still have herbal supplements in yeah. my diet. And people still take Pyrol's medication on intro. We still had Isaac on antidepressants at first, like we've mentioned before. Um, but what people often do is as they move through intro nice and slowly, they find that they can eventually reduce medication. Um, this is the same with people with pain medication for autoimmune disease, all of these things you often can wean off as you go through it. And by the time we got to less than a year, Isaac was off all his medication. Um, Anne-Marie is a member of our gut health support group and she's written her story and um, Mary Kelly has posted it on her blog, Good Mood Food. And if any of you um, are interested in reading about um, working through gaps with autoimmune disease, her story is fascinating because she was in a lot of pain and on a lot of medication and she's been able to wean off the medication on gaps and I think she's less than a year along. So, yeah, it's fascinating story. Joe sent it to me to read to give yeah. me like a little bit of uh, motivation. There's going to be some light at the end of the tunnel. We should get Emery on here sometime, shouldn't we? 
Yeah, it's it's a fascinating story, and mm. I think um, one of the things that could be difficult in terms of your uh, morale about uh, gaps is it's open ended. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't know when when they're gonna be off this diet. Like for me, I don't know when I'm gonna be able to eat. You know, um, and you, my yeah. You kind right? of want you kind of want an end date, don't you? You kind of want, like yeah. in a year I'm gonna be done. Or in two years, I'm going to be done. That's just, we want it to be, um, I guess it makes it feel more doable if we know it's not forever. But That's right. But it's so individual. And what's more important is the benefits that you get on the diet. Like you, yeah. like it's so easy to slip back and forget about how bad you were when you first started. Mm, write it down. Yeah. I really encourage people to keep a journal, write down your symptoms when you start, and you'll be amazed at how much things change over just a few months. Just body pain is so much better. Like for that run, like my legs were moving with no resistance. Like one (laughs) thing that was there before, Joe, is I had really tight fascia. Yeah. And what that cause was if I say I'm trying to run and lifting my knee up imagine having tight fascia then so like muscle is working against its fascial tissue yeah so I like there's way more energy being uh, expended in my body just to run Mm. there would be if I weren't inflamed yeah so when I'm running after I started gaps for a few weeks that inflammation had gone all the way down and I I moved my legs in, in a way I never even knew I could. I, I really didn't know legs moved that way. <laughs> have you tried climbing a tree again? I haven't yet, no. I wonder I if will. you'll be more stretchy. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely more stretchy. I, I know that for sure. Mm. I, I can sort of bend down and touch my toes. and That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so I'm definitely... Uh, is that improved. something you've always struggled with, the, the stiffness, isn't it? Stiffness, yeah, mm. Gen- just generalized stiffness. Yeah, and, um, yeah, it's really good to be no longer there. Yeah, and, and you know, like I used to be much worse before. Like I went on paleo, and now this this is even, and then paleo improved, and now gaps is improving even more. Yeah, so it's, it's great to to be on a positive trajectory and making it uh, all, you know, um, fall into place now for me. So. Mm. So, like, how cool is it that I found a diet that helps me? Like, without yeah. look into it, like, I know, I know from our community how much it's been helpful to people, and just to be able to not have to look for an answer and just do this has yeah. been just so, like a blessing for me. Mm. Um, just sorry, going back to the medications things. Other people have asked about antibiotics. If they've been put onto antibiotics for any reason, is it any use going onto gaps? Do they need to wait till they finish the antibiotics? Um, Mary actually talked about this in a question and answer session and she said the best place in the world that you can be if you're on antibiotics is stage two gaps because it's a very healing stage and make sure you're taking probiotics every two hours after you take the antibiotics to keep the fungus at bay. Um, But yeah, it's definitely a very healing stage on stage two. So you pretty much would want to stay there until you're finished with the antibiotics and then slowly work back up. So that's a good tip. Yeah, that's a great thing. She does have a really good blog post actually on um, taking antibiotics and what you can do to help your body heal because we all know that that does decimate the gut bacteria. For sure. Mm. 
Yeah, it was good mood food. Yeah. Also, um, talking about exercise on stage one um, and stage two, you know, early gaps when you're really tired, um, the kind of exercise that's recommended is things like walking in the sunshine, do that as much as you can, get out in the sunshine. Swimming in the ocean is awesome. Um, but things that get your lymphatic system moving, like swimming, jumping on the trampoline, don't try to avoid chlorinated pools though um, with swimming. Ocean is awesome if you can, or, you know, fresh water. But nothing too cardio or too hard on your muscles because you'll be using up too much of the minerals um, that you need. But, yeah, that's, that's the um, recommendation is lots of sun, lots of fresh air, lots of swimming. Yeah, I, I find when I follow that advice, I feel much, much better. Yeah, whenever Isaac's having a bad day, that's always my answer. Come on, outside, let's go to the lake, let's get in the sun. <laughs> and it just helps so much. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, Joe, what's next for me now? How long do you think? Well, uh, you've, you're on to stage two now, and I'll just mention um, for stage two, the tips are still keeping it pretty simple and lots of rest. Um, and the gentle exercise and all of that kind of thing. Um, GAPS, you know, one thing that you might not have tried yet for that is the GAPS smoothie. Have you tried that? No. Oh, because you can start to have that um, pretty soon, I'm, I'm sure. It's got raw egg yolk and sour cream. Ah, or is it stage three, you can have carrot juice, I think. And then that makes a really beautiful smoothie. So that'll be coming up soon for you. And it's, it's good for when, um, you know, you need a bit of a pick me up. Right. And so a juice, egg yolks and sour cream. Yeah. Yeah, smoothie. Yeah. So there's one all- in the, there's one recipe in the program, but if you go online, you'll find heaps of recipes for it. There's different, you know, versions. Well, most um, the the, um, the question is when when can I have it? Yeah. yeah which, so which, yeah, you'll need to wait till you can have the carrot juice, and just be careful when you start introducing carrot juice because we, oh my goodness, the first time you have carrot juice, it just goes, so, it went okay, straight it, through it, us. <laughs> it says on Gaps Australia the website. Yeah. It's, it's, but the person is not prone to diarrhea, they may introduce the gas milkshake from the beginning, which is yeah. Less, like one carrot or two to three apples or equivalent in pineapple. Okay. One stick of salad. Oh, we didn't do that. We just did carrot juice. And that was honestly so sweet because we hadn't been having sweet stuff. Wow. The kids were like, I can't believe how sweet this carrot juice is. So funny. So um, carrot juice is actually usually stage four, sorry. But, yeah, some people do, for some reason, they say you can start the gap smoothie earlier. So Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of people who say the juices, like the vegetable juices, mm-hmm. okay in the early. you're not having any of the fiber. Yeah. But as long as you've got that fat from the, you know, the egg yolks and the sour cream so that the sugar levels aren't too high. You need, Beautiful. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah, you so you'll enjoy yeah. that. Some people even make it into like a kind of an ice cream because you can, which is really lovely for kids because they just miss having something like that. I'm going to go and make it now. Can you keep going with the podcast? Okay, I'll I'll talk without you. 
<laughs> Let's talk about him, guys. No. <laughs> hey, hey, he's back. Okay. So, um, Joe, um, we've got a gut health retreat coming up. We do. We do. And there's going to be so much um, of this, all these kind of questions that everyone asks. You'll be able to ask in person at the retreat because Mary Kelly will be there and we will be there. And Alex Stewart, with all her low-tox wisdom, will be there. And my friend Emma, who is amazing with all the the muscle stuff, so helping you to loosen up your fascia, get more flexible with your um, with your movement, strengthen the core muscles in your body, and do your relaxation, stretching, Pilates, functional movement. She's awesome with all that. She's a remedial therapist. So we'll have a lot of help at the gut at the gut gut health retreat for anyone who just needs that full-on help so the gut health retreat is in um melanda the african tablelands yeah um where i live live. Mm -hmm. and um it's on the 28th 29th and 30th of uh april you have to arrive the day before those cans and uh, we're arranging accommodation for everyone in cans on the evening of the 27th and um then on uh Friday morning, which is the 28th, you come up in the bus that we've organized, we'll drop you off at the lodge where you put your stuff and then straight to the retreat, and then we get started from there where we teach you about all this stuff, we do cooking classes, and um, we do seminar-style seminar talks where we um, get into the finer details of eating this way, and uh, also looking more at whole foods and uh, gut healing in a larger perspective with mm-hmm. all aspects apart from just the food itself and so Um, so i just mentioned that it's good for anyone who wants to work on gut health whether you're doing gaps or not yes Um, it's it's, the the basic principles are the same for everyone you know so we uh we'll obviously be serving gaps food though yeah so all the food's catered looked after you're gonna have as much food as, as you want and uh it's uh, all going to be something you don't have to worry about. It's all going to be the best quality food. And I think and- that's the good thing about this kind of retreat because when you're at home, you're so busy with maybe the kids or work or just keeping the household running that it's hard to look after yourself. And I find a lot of parents will put themselves, well, most mothers do this, put themselves last because they're so busy looking after the kids and then the mother's health goes down. And how are they supposed to look after the family and help the kids get well if they're not well? So I think this is really important for, you know, those of you out there that are struggling with your family's health and getting kids on track with health, um, you know, look after yourself too. And this sort of retreat helps you just to take a step back and relax and take the time you need to get yourself on track and also to know how to help your family better. Perfect. It's, uh, it's going to be perfect for people who just need that time away, mm. focus. We're going to put the technology aside and just focus on ourselves for once yep. and just really <laughs> immerse ourselves into a, a healing space where we just heal and learn. and Get out know, in the sunshine and, and swim and... And the best part of Australia ever as oh, well. Oh, so true. <laughs> I love it. 
I'm going to move to the African tablelands. Uh, I wish you would because, you know, there's, there's lots, um, lots of beautiful waterfalls and I'm, I, I like tempt everybody with my photos on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> my, my daughter says, Mum, stop telling everybody how wonderful it is. They're all, they'll all move here. <laughs> the, the Sydney real estate boom will go happen in the tablelands and not perhaps anymore. Well, they do say that Cairns is going to be the number one tourist destination for 2017 in Australia. So there really? you go. Yep. Oh. Set to be number one. Yeah. But not um, everyone that goes to Cairns comes up here because we're a bit out of the way. So much nicer than Cairns. So much nicer. Yeah. But, yeah, we, we would love for you guys to come along and join us. And we have two retreats booked in, so one at the end of April and one at the start of June. And we do want to do more during the year. We'll see how these go, hey? Yeah. So if you want more information, either email us at help at quirkycooking.com.au or go to the website. There's more information. There's a banner on the homepage that you can click and you'll be able to go to the retreat details. Yeah. So you can see all the lovely photos. You can come yeah. and see if, if Fuad's looking amazing after being on GAPS for two months. Oh, yeah, <laughs> months by then. I'm expecting to have my hair like really Growing long. back. Yeah, <laughs> uh, floating kind of, yeah. All, all that gelatin would be good for your hair. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> to have my hair again? <laughs> no, I'm But, but seriously... It is amazing for your skin, and that is probably the biggest um, comment that I've had on my health. When people see me, they go, "Oh my goodness, your skin is like glowing, and you 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 just look so much better." You do, Joe. Like Thank you. you definitely. Well, when you went from eating just whole foods to gaps, you really like took a leap in your health, and it yeah, was amazing to see. I did. You filled up. You like you. You. I actually have some weight on me now. <laughs> Good. Same for people. Um, like that. So knew you before and now. Yeah. What did that woman say? I'm not going to get into it. That woman who knew you from school. <laughs> yeah, from work from 20 yeah. years ago. She, what did she say? You're not. Um, you always looked so haggard, and I don't know. <laughs> I was. I was like 21. I shouldn't have looked haggard. <laughs> yeah. hey. But now I look better than when I was 21, apparently. So there you go. Do gaps, guys. <laughs> go to gaps at quirkycooking.com.au and have a look at our program. And um, I think you really, really benefit from uh, the offering of the program. It's, uh, one once uh, off lifetime subscription for the program, so you can see that there. Um, and uh, yeah, just would love to, to hear from you if you if you join the group because of the, uh, the podcast. Please let us know. We'd love to know where you come from, and uh, we'd be very happy to be engaged in your journey on the Facebook group as well to be able to help you out and assist you there. Yeah, and if you have any questions about you know anything we've talked about or about the gut health retreat, about the program, about our new book. Feel free to contact us on help at quirkycooking.com.au. Um, like we love hearing from you and we do want to answer your questions. So let oh, us know. If you get the cookbook next week, if you've already bought it and you get, you get it. <gasps> I'm so excited. Tag us on social media. Please take photos. Take photos of things you make. Take photos of you getting excited with your book. We want to see. We, we just, we're both so excited about just when people get it, what their reaction is going to be. So we want to see your reactions, please. 
I have to go and take 45 cookbooks now to, to my friend Jihan, who put an order in. Oh, and, she's going to be bursting through the ceiling with excitement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty cool. So, so we want to see some unboxing videos. You know how on YouTube they do those unboxing videos? It's mostly kids. Yeah, I'll do that for yeah, once. Jihan's yeah. unboxing her. Could you please? That would be so fun. <laughs> So have a look on um, the Quirky Cooking chat group because that's probably the main place that people will be um, posting their photos. But you can post them on our um, on the Quirky Cooking Facebook page as well. It's just in the chat group. Everybody sees them, so it's great. But we will definitely share some excitement with you all, I'm sure. Awesome. Well, I'll keep you guys updated with my journey as uh, the future podcasts come through. And uh, if you have any questions, email me or Joe at health.cookie.com.au and we'd love to hear from you and to be able to help you in any way we can. Awesome. Thank you for sharing your journey with us, Fuad. Thanks, Joe. Joe, thanks for helping me out with this. Anytime. All right. See you guys. See you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.